0: The hard shoulder on
1: News Talk
0: with Nissan Subscribe and Drive. No deposit, no compromise, no fuss. Find out more at nissan.ie.
2: You're welcome back to the show. Sarah Madden from News Talk Breakfast, Darren Cleary from Go Selects. Join me, the pod couple, with another podcast recommendation. Sarah, what is it this week?
3: Everything is alive. (laughs) It's a podcast that's actually not creepy or true crime. We're taking a bit of a gear shift here. It's a bog-standard interview podcast, except that the subject of the interview is an inanimate object. So instead of a politician, it's a pillow. Or instead of a celebrity, it is a can of Coke. And the whole thing is unscripted. The actors and the interviewer are improvising, which gives it this really kind of live quality.
2: And uh, Darren, like, I mean, the... Interviewees, uh, what 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 is their role in this? I mean, are they kind of what just talking about the experience of life as a pillow or a sock or whatever it happens to be?
1: They essentially provide the personification of everyday inanimate objects, and it shouldn't work as a podcast. does when Sarah suggested it, <laughs> I was very very reluctant to <laughs> fall in love or try something so gimmicky, but I found myself finding it hard to hate after five minutes because the conversations are very, very relaxing and very easy to get lost in. And by the end of it, you find yourself kind of wondering what life would be like if you were a mousetrap in this weird kind of disarming way, because you you approach it with a natural degree of cynicism. I think we all do that. And this this just removes that cynicism from modern life because there's nothing to it. It really is just a silly conversation. What's One of the most appealing aspects... Cynicism
2: gets a bad name.
1: No, it doesn't. Cynicism gets a bad name. In this business, it actually pays to be cynical, so... It's
2: a terrible trait to have. (laughs) If you're cynical about everything, you'll always be miserable. No, I'm not cynical about everything. I'm sorry, like, there's been some great recommendations here, but this is just firmly not one of them. Why do you not like it? Uh, It is a great idea, in theory. You're incapable of suspending your disbelief. That's your problem. This is a great idea, like had at about three o'clock in the morning. You're mm-hmm. kind of half cut. You've drank yourself sober. You know, do that kind of <laughs> point in the night. I I'm not sure it's that of, a thing, but you know what I mean.
3: Oh, we've all been there. But um, I sort of thought the same thing as well when I was reading about it because it was one of those ones that it was sort of recommended a couple of times in a few of the sort of like podcast columns in various different magazines and things. And I was sort of like, I would have loved to have been at that production meeting when someone got up and was like, bear with me bear with me instead of interviewing the comedian let's interview the stool beneath him but I think it would be gimmicky or twee or ridiculous if it wasn't handled with such care by Radiotopia who are an amazing um, podcast production company and if they didn't you know, cast some incredible actors in the parts that are the um, objects, and they're improvising the whole way through.
2: Have you have you got a clip you want us to listen to?
3: Yes, this is a clip of Sal the sock, and it's a good uh, it's a good um, idea of how sort of casual and convivial the conversations are between the interviewer and the interviewee.
2: A no shoes household, a Thanksgiving dinner is fun on top of the table. It's a blast underneath, okay? Oh, my goodness. You, I got to meet socks from all over the world. Do you know uh, Argyle? Sure. Oh, my. Now, that's... The, the An Argyle sock, you listen. You don't talk when you're around an Argyle sock, okay? You listen to what they have to say. And I tried to tell my friends when I got back to the draw about what the Argyle sock said, but I screwed that up. You know what I'm saying? And then you meet some stupid socks. Oh, I shouldn't call them stupid. Festive, we'll say. These socks come out once a year. They think it's their day. Mm -hmm. They've never met an ankle or tube sock, you know? Yeah. But listen to me, once a year you come out, and if you come out any other day besides Christmas, (laughs) you
3: look like a fool, okay? It's just funny. It is. I think it's really funny, and it's so simple in how funny it is because the whole thing is factual. There are ankle socks. There are festive socks. But it's the perspective switch that I think makes you it know quite what, clever. I'm, sorry,
2: I'm with you. It is very clever, and it's funny for like a minute. It's kind of like a conversation. What do you have against the podcast? I Be just honest. They'd they, they have a conversation. Like it's like a conversation that in Seinfeld or something. You know, no, what I, I, mean? I think like it's and, and, your
1: imagination doesn't let you to suspend oh, your disbelief and
2: assume that maybe, maybe. a sock or a can of coke is capable of having I can anthropomorphise as good as the next man
1: I'm not sure if you can if you can if you can't enjoy it for what it is which is just it's silly it's not meant to be taken seriously it is a genuine tonic to some of the other pods we've covered where people are either murdered or there's vast government conspiracies yeah, or I think it's very very heavy yeah dark over here <laughs> yeah I think, well,
2: sorry but this I think this is actually what I didn't like about it is that they all get a little melancholy now I say all I don't know how many episodes there are. I listened to three, but the three I listened to were all a little kind of. They were all a little sad. I, I you know, they kind of got me down. I think that's my problem. Sal, like, <sighs> Sal. Is is on his way to the great hereafter. Let's be honest about it. You know, Rebecca is not coming back, (laughs) regardless of Sal's optimism. The other one I listened to was about the bicycle whose saddle has been stolen, and uh, the phone booth as well. And again, they were really clever ideas. The phone booth one, and it had a lovely little kind of tangential story about a guy, the who created this system where, I don't know if you listen to it, where he, he listed all of the public numbers of a public phone booth that were within sight of a scoreboard at every baseball stadium in America. So that during a game, this is pre-internet, you, Darren, could say, I wonder what the score is in the kind of the, you know, the Braves versus the the, the Yankees. And you would just ring up this number and somebody passing by would answer the phone, and go, uh, hello. And you say, Can you look over your shoulder <laughs> and tell me the score? And it, it was a great it was a brilliant story. That's a great part. Po- I wanted to hear more about that. The I didn't want to go back to the moronic bloody phone box. Stick
1: on the factual element, because that's one of the most interesting elements is everything the inanimate object talks about is completely factual. And I'm gonna bring you a clip of Maeve the Lamppost. Okay. And Maeve the Lamppost is tall, confident, people sometimes bump into her. Sometimes people tie their dogs on a leash around her. Maeve the Lamppost is seen singing in the rain, but in a very different way than we have. She thinks the lamppost is the star. And one of the tangential stories on that Maeve the Lamppost is The lamppost from Singing in the Rain that Gene Kelly danced around was stolen from someone's front yard. So a guy who salvaged it from the NGM lot had it stolen from his yard. And I remember listening and thinking "the the hook is that everything you hear on this is true and not believing that this lamppost existed or was found or unearthed and stolen. But We're going to bring you the clip now of Maeve the lamppost describing a day in the life of a lamppost.
2: Let's just start here. What is a typical day like for you?
0: I mean, it depends on when I get turned on. These days, it's usually around seven. That's when, that's my workday. It's busy. You know, there's always something going on. I mean, there's like, first of all, you have people. They run, they walk, they talk, they fight. They push smaller people in little uh, wheels, cages.
2: Strollers, yeah. hmm I think about the perspective you yeah. have on us, which is literally looking down on us from right. above.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Are there things that you see
2: about us in us that maybe we don't see in each other?
0: Well, I mean, the obvious things are when somebody is balding. I can spot that immediately. Right. Um, and Probably
2: before we, we even yes, know. Yes.
0: Because I see some people with the confidence of a person with a full head of hair that confidence is it's misguided mm-hmm. or it's not long for this world
2: <laughs> that, that is good you can't t- listen t- to you're me chuckling the away.
0: you're chuckling <laughs> yeah. away over there
2: yeah, may, do you know what maybe maybe it was just the the, the melancholy I don't the, think the it's melancholic
3: I, I think it's just thought provoking like if it was all just you know gags about balding men or whatever it would be you know ridiculous and it wouldn't be worth listening to but there, it's subtly kind of moving which I never thought I would say about a can of coke Um, <laughs> you know it's kind of thought provoking like for example the can of coke who's a generic can of coke and that is important he, he doesn't um have too much confidence in himself Um, but he's approaching his expiration date and he sort of says to her he's like you know I'm starting to get worried that I'm not I'm just I'm not gonna fulfill my life's purpose now his life's purpose is to be drunk by a human but the point still stands it's thought-provoking it it is
1: thought-provoking the one that I found moved me and I shouldn't have been moved by this but the mousetrap the anonymous mousetrap and there's a really somber moment where um the host says have you ever Caught a mouse or killed a mouse, mm. and the mouse says, "Thankfully, not no, because my boss puts almond butter on me and doesn't realise the mice don't like almond butter. I really hope she never realises that. Oh no, do they not do mice? Not no, know? not at all. I used to
2: put um, like uh, n- like different like peanut butter and almond butter on. My neighbour's mousetrap and glass in Evanferry. <laughs> that's was, extremely
3: bougie. That you can yeah. buy almond butter that's like eight quid for a jar and slather it down for a little mouse
2: Oh yeah, and and the other time What's sometimes next? No, Bree- Noreen would get me to put um, milk little bits of milk. sometimes once she said we'll put a bit of chocolate on it and she took out a box of milk tray.
1: For the God, yes. for the mouse, yeah. But that made me think because we had a,
2: a mouse. No, I have to say, was a very classy lady. Well, well yeah. you'd have to be very, like your, very classy. You can lady tell
3: a, a person's classy by how they treat their rodents. Yeah, <laughs> but that I found
1: myself thinking about. oh am like, is there a safer way to, you know, dispose of mice? Having listened to the viewpoint of a mousetrap?
2: trap, uh, is that? Oh, yeah. Well, you can do the glue thing. Although that's, that's bad. That's a horrific death. Yeah. Well, or you can, you know, you can capture them alive. Like, obviously. but
1: then they'll just keep coming in.
2: Well, yeah, you know the uh, just storm that poison that <laughs> I don't think you can buy it in the shops anymore. You have to get some farmer to buy it for you with a license, and um, it dehydrates them. So and they'll go a mouse will go outside for water for a drink. So it, they will eat this poison. It will like severely dehydrate them, and then they'll go outside and die. Mm. So they don't because you don't want them massively. to die in the house. You see, you know, this is why
1: I enjoyed the podcast because I didn't think about the mouse's perspective, and now I do. I feel that it's given me more empathy. Aww. Maybe they could do
2: yeah the mouth them, uh, there could be a follow up yeah. the animal's perspective of it oh, Anyway the, a,
1: the animal is an animate object it has feelings uh, There's one point ah, in, Do mice have feelings? In, there's one point Maybe in, have, in on, May of the lamppost they, they have thoughts have they theories They thoughts and theories There's one point in the lamppost episode where the host has to explain what a year is and then it got me thinking like there's so much that we just take for granted so much knowledge that is just inherent knowledge <laughs> Like if no one ever sits down and tells you what a year is, you have no understanding of it. And it is quite thought provoking.
2: Yeah, I have to say there is actually a similar line in the Sal the Sock episode where he realizes grass is green. He had never mm. and it's about actually this is it. This is why you love it. What? Sandals and socks. <laughs> <laughs> now it all becomes She has clear. been out of She my, is a proponent of the sandal and socks. I am
3: constantly criticized for my fashion sense in this room.
2: <laughs> I wouldn't call sandals and socks fashion. Yeah. I would. I'm not sure. Or I, sense. I'm not sure I'd describe myself or Darren as yeah particularly fashionable. Maybe it's, <laughs> yeah, a, maybe true, it's a badge true, of honour to be criticised yeah, by yeah, us. very true. Anyway, listen, um, a firm thumbs up, A kind of a sideways thumb from me. I listened to three episodes. I've abandoned some of these recommendations after a few minutes of one episode. So I made it to three. That's not a bad sign. Go
1: mave th- the lamppost, and the Anonymous Mousetrap and Sal the
2: Sock. I've mm-hmm. done Sal the Sock. Avoid stool, because I'm not sure if it's stool the thing you sit on or... Yeah, well, when Sarah said uh, the comedian or the stool under the comedian, I thought, well, I can interpret that (laughs) (laughs) one of two ways. Okay, I'll give the other two uh, a whirl tonight uh, on the drive home. If people have listened to it, uh, another recommendation, Sarah?
3: Yeah, this one's pretty unique. So it's difficult to find kind of a direct recommendation. But if you are in the market for a bit of a, you know, gear switch on your usual intense programming then I would probably recommend Modern Love um, it's a really good shout it's uh, every week an actor sort of reads out the true love stories that are submitted to oh, the New, York, the New Times. York Times thing. exactly yeah 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 yes. the column of the same name so that's very touching and heartwarming and thought provoking which I think that this is as well but do avoid it if you've just had a breakup it oh, will yeah. make
2: the Amazon Prime series is brilliant Modern Love the first series in particular of it. It's absolutely brilliant. New to me, so I'll check it out. Oh, watch it. It's absolutely great. That's one another of the best example things.
3: of the podcast coming before the series. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, we were the saying this last week. First.
2: Okay,
1: very good. Uh, Darren? If you were looking for two inanimate objects, the void of heart and soul, <laughs> the best one would be the two Johnnies. I'm, that was what? just that was just mean. No, give the two Johnnies <laughs> Stop. a listen. Stop. They're actually nice guys. They're I'm funny. Sure they, are. they get a bad rep. It's It's... Un, it's banter filled but it's also inoffensive comedy you should like it if you're from the country
2: <laughs> stop stop I'd stick with my Tommy Hector and Larita. I know you oh. love, I know you love that Darren oh,
1: I'm away in Mexico look it's
2: me Hector I'm doing the same shtick <laughs> 30 years later oh look it's a local if
3: yeah. it yeah, ain't broke don't fix it yeah
2: exactly if it ain't broke don't fix it I'm sticking with Hector Tommy and Loretta Sarah Madden of Newstalk Breakfast Darren Cleary of Go Out Select the pod couple will be back with another recommendation next week we'll get the news headlines now here's Eamon the hard shoulder on Newstalk
0: with Nissan subscribe and drive no deposit no compromise no fuss find out more at Nissan.ie